we are on a quest to learn about every state in America. We want to know the history, geography, culture, or any other interesting tidbits that we can dig up in the wilderness. So make sure you buckle up for this audio road trip of America, presented by your favorite hosts from Wilderness Radio. Radio. <laughs> Got uh, the song The Great Salt Lake playing by Band of Horses because uh, we're talking about Utah. The great state of Utah, the beehive state, I believe, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That makes yep. no sense. I'm gonna go ahead and say I haven't lived in Utah. That makes no sense to me. I would never <laughs> think if I was thinking about bees in this country, Utah would be extremely low on the list. What, what's your guess as to why it's called that? Yeah, don't say it if uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I guess it has nothing <laughs> because you say that, I guess it has nothing to do with the actual animal then. I don't know, maybe just like the beehive is a symbol of some kind, like it represents something. I don't know what, but is it? I I, I think uh, I kind of forgot. But is it because of the resiliency of like the Mormon settlers? Is that something to do with it? It's like a big Mormon symbol for like productivity and like working together as a group to get stuff done. Yeah, and like the value of working together and stuff. But yeah, it's Mormon like symbol. The early pioneers, when they first went out there, they had to because it was like that or death, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It also has something to do with uh, Mormonism, right? I think that's it. Yeah, it's like something about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I imagine there's like some story where bees helped people survive or some shit. I think it's because the bees helped them create their magic underwear. That's probably what it is. Question, question, question. <laughs> Profit. So yeah, we're uh we got myself, uh, we got Scout, we got uh Ziggy, who was actually on our first episode of our state series about North Carolina. And then we have a returning host from long, long time ago when we talked about wilderness survival skills and whatnot in that episode. Yeah. We have uh, our boy Spencer back on. What's up? Back. Welcome back. Glad to have yeah. you back on. Yeah. Glad to be I here. am I am the Thank only one of the four of us who has not lived in Utah. So I thought it might be cool if you guys shared uh started off like where did you live in Utah for how long? Like yeah. Your impressions of us. Yeah. Uh I currently live in Utah. I've been living in Salt Lake for like two and a half, maybe moving towards three years. And I moved to Utah, uh, I think in 2018 or something. I don't know. I lived in my van for like a year and a half, and then I've been living in Salt Lake for a couple of years. That's all I know. Are you sure? Yep. Positive about that. Spencer, where did you live? Um, so I lived inside of a state park 
Uh, it's called Goblin Valley State Parks in Emory County, Utah. Um, I think the address is technically Green River, which is uh, about an hour away. Oh, that's interesting. I'm surprised it wouldn't be Hanksville. I know, right? But um, is that like in the middle of the state? Um, kind it's of like the, southeast. Yeah, southeast? it's like the. Oh. It's about forty minutes south of uh, US seventy. It's near Moab. Kind it's of. One yeah, of yeah. State parks yeah. in all of Utah. One of what? It's one of my favorite state parks in all of Utah. It's the such Goblin a cool Valley is super spot. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So many nights of doing mushrooms and running around naked there. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so that was Damn. you. <laughs> yeah, you were a ranger there, right, Spence? Yeah. Yeah. How long were you out there? Um, let's see, one season. So I went there. I think I went there in January, February, and then uh, I missed Seuss too much and had to go back. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Seuss was trying was to kill you. Like five months. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Dude, that's, I remember that string. You got oh, like yeah, what, a round plate? Yep, still have a hole in my, uh, my foot from that. I got a oh, brown, oh. brown recluse and then the black widow. Wait, was that all in one week or no so uh no no okay (laughs) (laughs) no and then uh, a couple snake bites yeah it was a man like it was a string of like five shifts that you had to get pulled from the field or something yeah it was it was rough and you were working seasons at that time too right i don't remember if i was in seasons uh, that might have been when I was working with Alpha. I can't remember. Ziggy, where'd you live in Utah? I lived out of my car. <laughs> oh, yeah? Where? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I in Utah. I, I had a very similar story to, like, as Scott when he first moved out there. I actually moved out. It was supposed to be with a woman I was dating at Seuss, and we talked about moving out to Utah together and then she was fucking this other guy that from a different shift and um the old yeah, so I, had to, I ended up just like going out to utah so um yeah i uh i worked at the same place you did at a good old aspiro and uh i loved it but i lived out of my equinox for about a year and then um because of reasons with management there i decided to leave and i I think I had a job offer at, was at Pacific Quest and then New Vision. And I chose New Vision in Wisconsin and it was winter and it was terrible. <laughs> Damn, that's a weird choice. So, so uh, where were for you For the at? record, Pacific Quest is in Hawaii because people don't know that. So you chose yes, from, instead Wisconsin of Hawaii, over Hawaii. Northern Wisconsin. So I was like, well, I like the Packers. I like cheese. I like beer. <laughs> I like fishing. I like. I'm gonna fucking think, love Wisconsin. Uh, oh, you like I can see Wisconsin huh? more in the cards for you than Hawaii. To be all honest. Right, all right, all right. We're yeah, talking about yeah, Utah, I though. <laughs> I agree. Uh, what are some of your favorite places to like car live at Ziggy? Yeah, you can live. Favorite places to crash? Uh, so I did a lot of couch surfing at the time too, uh, like through the website. 
and I met a lot of really awesome friends in Salt Lake. So if I wasn't um, sleeping in my car or I wasn't on shift, I was crashing in, uh, was that Sugar House over there? That's there was like, That's there was like five or six like guys that were all like around my age at the time. And they're all just like working random jobs and going to school and like partying a lot. We'd like skateboard and hike and, you know, ride bikes to downtown, you know, bar hop, you know, all night long or whatever. And so it was a good time. It was a good time in my life. They had a couch on their, they had a couch on their porch. I used to just sleep on that a lot. So. I bet it's like all the same guides that still work at Aspiro. I was about to say, it's probably management. At yeah, it's probably I, all the same people. I, I feel like um, there's definitely some crossover, but a lot of the folks that I worked with now are like running programs and shit now. So one of my really good friends, I went up to, he lived up in Idaho, him and his wife. Mm-hmm. And um, she ended up being like an ed consultant with her mom. And then she finished up her PhD and then she's ran a bunch of companies now and actually currently running a program in Oregon. And then I, he does like a bunch of skiing and stuff, but him and I were co-guides and really good friends. And um, anyways, I'd crash at their place a lot, but we'd go whitewater rafting a lot in Idaho and go climbing. So yeah. Nice. Utah's you awesome. Guys, I love Utah. You guys know where Utah awesome. gets its name from? Where? I'm asking. Do you guys all live there? Do any of you know? From the from the Ute tribe. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Four thousand points to Ziggy. Yeah, I pulled that one out of my ass. Yeah. Do you know true. what Ute? Do you know what Ute means? No. No. What does it mean? People of the mountains. Nice. That was on is a that T-shirt where... that we had at the park. <laughs> and then Uenta is just—is Uenta is just mountains? Was that just like a Ute term? Yeah, how... yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Archaeological evidence supports that uh, Utah has had Native Americans since twelve thousand thousand years ago. Years ago yeah. yeah, yeah, I believe it. Very Have you guys ever seen any of those old uh, pictographs out there? Like, uh, yeah. The ones yeah, at Thompson yeah. Springs, or uh, was that Picture Rock or Nine Mile Canyon or anything? Uh, we I, had a we had a bunch right outside the park. We had uh, pictographs and oh, hold on, pictograph. The other one, I can't remember the other one. <laughs> hieroglyphs? No, not hieroglyphs. Petroglyphs. Petro? Yeah, petroglyphs and pictographs. Is it pictograph is when it's carved, right? Like etched and then petroglyph is like a painting. I'm pretty sure you're right on that. Yeah. Lots of uh lots of cocapellis. Lots of cocapellis and then the weird demon guy. Do you know the what demon guy? Pelly? Um he was the I believe he was the flute player that led the Utes. So it's believed in that culture that they actually used to live in the earth. And so you'll see a lot of the time you'll see this like spiral thing, and that's yeah. the the path they took out of the earth, out of the mountain. Um, so the Cocapelli, if you think about uh, like the Pied Piper, essentially he would play his flute, and they would follow him, and then he would lead them out to the surface. Wow, that's awesome! You know so much about that, dude. That's very cool. Well, it was it was my job. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, dude, maybe you should just give us the tour. No, it's too far away. <laughs> dude, that was really fun when Scout and I visited you when you worked in Goblin Valley. It was really oh, fun. Yeah. Scout broke the dirt bike. Yeah, dirt bikes and four-wheelers, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys believe in skinwalkers? I was going to ask about that at some point. <laughs> tell skinwalkers. You can't talk about Utah without talking about skinwalkers. It's true. You guys have any good stories about skinwalkers? Well, Ziggy, what are skinwalkers? Some people might not know what that is. Skinwalkers, uh, it's been basically what uh, somebody that can take on forms of animals, right? Like It's like a witch doctor, basically. A Native yeah. American witch doctor. Man. In Navajo culture, it's a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or to disguise themselves as an animal. I think it's yeah. usually like coyotes, foxes. Ravens, There's a lot of up. like reports of people getting like haunted by these things, right? Supposedly. Yeah, getting like chased or having dreams and fighting with them or something and all sorts and of there's things. always like anybody who's in the outdoors shit, there's always like a million stories they learn. And then a Spiro, I guess. So there's an area that they operate in that's like Native American reservation land. Uh, magical what cocoon are you talking about yeah oh i was talking about uh like ore ure oh ure is awesome too i've yeah. actually never been there but yeah. i've heard incredible stories about groups being hunted by mountain lions and shit yeah which is yeah cool. that sounds worse than a skinwalker we we had a uh <laughs> off subject but with the mountain lion we actually had a group like uh we saw a mountain lion and then like a couple days later one of the groups going through saw a mountain lion run past them and then nail like a little baby elk and like kill it in front of like this whole group of kids that like, is I awesome that like, geo and i was like man insane. that'd be awesome to see but that's insane yeah there's a lot of uh petroglyphs and stuff there and uh we used to stay at this old hunting camp and there was like the old grinding stone thing and there was a bunch of like paintings on the side of the walls and stuff and one of the guys i worked with used to play a tri-flute and uh, there'd be like coyotes that would like call back to his like little tri-flute thing you play. It was, it was a crazy So do you story. have, do any of you guys have any, uh, what do you guys think of skinwalkers? You guys all live there. There's something out there, man. There's something, There's out, something there. out there. Yeah. There's spirits the out, there. out there. The truth so, is out there. Do y'all remember when we went on that ride and there was that little shack that we stopped at where I broke my tooth? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we ended up going back, uh, me and uh, my buddy that I worked with, and we attempted to sleep out there, and we kept hearing, like, footsteps and all kinds of crazy stuff, and oh shoot! eventually we got spooked, and we just ended up setting up in the corners of that little cabin and waiting for the sun to rise. <laughs> <laughs> really? It was like, dude, that place was miles from anything like i mean it was like 14 miles from the park or something oh yeah that was way out there the middle of the desert yeah even that park is way out there so. yeah i was gonna yeah. say and even now knowing like now that i've been around the area some like that is the edge of nowhere once you go past goblin valley and hanksville you're in the fucking mars desert yeah you're is out that, in, is that about as remote right as you can get fucked. is that, is that what? as remote as you can get in utah 
Oh, there's several spots. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, definitely it's one, one of the places. Yeah, it's one of the places. It's one of the places already... where, like, if my car broke down, I would be legit worried. Like, fuck, I, I don't know if I have service, and if I can't get service, I can't get help. Yeah, if you don't have a sat phone or something, yeah. Yeah, you it's know? like you're remote as fuck. Yeah, and the, we had. You know... uh... Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, we had so many different crazy experiences out in the middle of nowhere out there. And it's just like, terrible. it's like I could be killed right now. And like, nobody would know for weeks or months or years type of thing. It's so, a lot oh, yeah. different than the other state we talked about, North Carolina. Like there's just so many areas of like vast nothingness. For, well, like, it's mostly BLM land. It's like 70% BLM land or something. That's another, no, that's like that's Utah, a lot of Utah is owned by the federal government which is not the case in North Carolina. Yeah. Or most yeah. of the East Coast. Which you matter. say owned, but really it's managed. It's not like... Yeah, you're right, you're right. Like... Leased out, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't want to deal with that shit. They got to. Yeah, Goblin Valley is so far out there, Spencer. Isn't it a, uh, like, it's certified a as a place where you can, like, or it's one of the best places for stargazing? Yeah, it's dark sky certified, and the only other place in the United States is at that same level is northern Alaska. Uh, Where do you no, find this information at? Do you know? Um, I think you can just look up dark sky. Because my parents were looking up shit, and it was saying stuff like Antelope Island, which I don't know if you guys know it, but that's like literally like 15 miles from Salt Lake. And I was like, you guys are not going to see the Milky Way there. My mom's like, oh, no, it says on the website you can. I was like, mom, I guarantee you, you're not going to see the Milky Way there. Like, you the might only see The Milky Way you're stars. seeing it, Antelope, is in a little package made by the Barnes Company. Yeah. There's no <laughs> way, dude. Ura, you could see it pretty good, I feel like. So. Oh, yeah. Anywhere and in the desert. Ice. That drive from, like, kind of Goblin Valley area or um, Moab going out towards Bryce, I feel like you definitely uh, – it's all dark and stuff out that way for your moat and out there in Escalante. Oh yeah. Ziggy, sometime will you send me uh, some of the coordinates that you have for Ure? I never actually got to go there, but I would love to go backpacking there sometime. Yeah, dude, the Thompson Springs uh, petroglyphs are super epic and you can like start going out into that way from okay. right there. It's right off 70. It's right off the exit as you're going into Moab, like right off oh. the interstate. And, I didn't realize it was so far south. Yeah, and there's like a cool old uh, mining town. We used to like camp out, and we go into this old church. There was like an old Pueblo church with like a bunch of old shot up cars out back and stuff. And we would just like camp and hang out right there in the church. It was pretty cool. That's another cool thing is Pueblo ruins. So a lot of these rock carvings were left by Pueblo ancestral Indians, I believe, or Native Americans rather, uh, and. There's also a ton of like little pueblos and like <laughs> cliff dwellings and shit that you can find. Have you guys ever been down into Indian Creek? Yeah. Dude, first of all, number one, greatest climbing that you can experience. It's such perfect laser splitter cracks. Me and a buddy just went down recently. Oh my God, the climbing Mecca, second only to Yosemite. But uh, also there's some cliff, cliff dwellings there, which are really cool. They're only like accessible by being able to rock climb or like the people living there would have ropes and shit that you would leave hanging down, which I think as a climber, I think very cool. 
Very yeah, cool. Utah is definitely for climbers, probably one of the best states there is. Yeah, Climbing, and for uh, and biking. snow snow sports, actually, for snow sports. It is the greatest snow on earth, actually. Yeah. Which you hear Utah and say that, and you're like, "That's fucking stupid." What does that even mean? <laughs> but then you do your research, and it's like something about the aridity of the desert and the, uh, I think like the lake effect of the snow coming off the salt lake does make it like the best powder snow in the world it's it's like arguably second to hokkaido japan purists will argue about the two which is better but those two are completely wrong go ahead spence the best snow is in southern section of the north carolina mountains man yeah <laughs> it's like uh um it's not powder from a machine that's made i wouldn't i wouldn't call it i wouldn't call it powder um more like uh sugar <laughs> very clumpy hard sugar i was so i live really close to a couple of the resorts and i was thinking about buying a season pass and i was like man i don't want to be snowboarding on a bunch of ice so Dude, you're just gonna fuck your shit up just come out here for a couple weeks. All right. I'm coming too. Dude, I've been yeah, talking dude. Walker and Ben into a trip. You guys want to come? Let's go do a backcountry Yosemite trip. Or not Yosemite, Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. No, you can't just dangle snow sports in like front a... of me and then take it away. Let's plan this I mean... off podcast. <laughs> but yeah, let's do it. So, uh, I so have a pretty... Yeah, actually, I, very good segue. I have actually have a great uh, National Geographic video that kind of talks about hit Utah's geography a little bit. Perfect. Uh, yeah, we could start with that and then go from there. Perhaps at first glance, you wouldn't expect to find evidence of marine animals in the arid deserts and canyons of southern Utah. But a team of paleontologists believe it's the perfect spot. Led by National Geographic grantee Barry Albright, they're searching the remote sections of Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument for the fossilized remains of Plesiosaurus, a large marine reptile that swam here 93 million years ago. I think one of the biggest questions people ask is why are we looking for large marine predatory reptiles in southern Utah, you know, we're not over on the coast of California, the, or the eastern coast. We're not anywhere near an ocean. 93 million years ago, the world was an entirely different place. During the age of the dinosaurs, this barren desert was covered by a vast inland sea. It stretched all the way from the Gulf of Mexico to the Arctic Ocean, basically cutting what's now America in two. This area in Utah was once the coastline of the shallow sea, something experts can tell by the exposed rock. They're particularly interested in a gray layer known as tropic shale, which holds fossils of ancient sea life. This area is so inaccessible that a helicopter had to drop the team here with enough supplies to last several days. All right, here we go. Here's a here's a fossil out of plesiosaur, but we've got a fossil here, Al, and here's a nice oyster. No, I check that out. Yeah, oh, I'm a ceramid, yeah. Yeah. Team member Alan Titus has the ability to date layers of rock 
by examining fossilized invertebrates in the shale called ammonites. Well, these ammonites are, are great because we call them guide fossils, and uh, they do just that. They guide us to the right layers that we need to be looking at. And in fact, uh, this one tells us that I'm in a layer that's just a little below where we should be focusing uh, our efforts to find plesiosaurs. The team must hike for miles up and down ridges and valleys, looking for exposed shale. Here we go again. Today's the day. The tropic shale doesn't uh, reveal its, its fossils readily. It's not highly fossiliferous, but you can go literally for days. I've spent uh, days and weeks out here with, with a crew of six or seven or eight people, and we've walked the tropic shale eight, nine, ten hours a day and not found anything more than a couple of shark's teeth. So it's not as though these plesiosaurs are just laying around everywhere. After searching for days over rugged terrain, something catches the eye of one of the team members. What do you think? Oh, I think we got some bone. I think so too. Paddle bone, maybe. I'll tell you what, let's, let's. There's more. Oh, here's a fragment. There's a fragment. Oh, okay. they're all over in here. Okay, we've got a we've got a site here. Ah, oh, whoa! Here, here's a nice here's a nice fragment. This stuff is just eroding out. At last, they have found the remains of an ancient plesiosaurus, and the search is on for bones and clues. Oh, hey Merle, I got a shark's tooth. Finally, I got a shark's tooth right on the surface. Nice one, look at that. Squally Corax, looks like we're in a, looks like we found a little zone here that we can spend some time in. We've got bone fragments, we've got shark's teeth. This is really encouraging. The team gathers enough fossilized bone fragments to determine that they're from a small species or possibly a juvenile. Plesiosaurus were not dinosaurs although they lived during the same time period. They were carnivorous reptiles that thrived underwater. We have the upper part of the paddle, essentially. So just imagine the shaft of the limb bone coming down, broadening out in this way, and also going from round to flat. Again, along, along the end of this bone would have been what are equivalent to our wrist bones. And then beyond that, extending out, would have been what are equivalent to our finger bones. Just like in a, in a sea turtle today or in a dolphin today, the finger bones have been elongated and there's uh, many more than just a, the three finger bones in each of our fingers. Fantastic, we know they're out here. Yes, I was beginning that's, to believe they weren't huge. even here. That is huge. That is huge. The discoveries by Albright and his team will help us better understand what life was like in our world some 93 million years ago, when dinosaurs ruled the Earth and Plesiosaurus swam a vast inland sea. Yeah. That's cool. Be covered in water, which would explain all of the crazy rock formations that they have around the state. Yeah. Like, uh, pretty much, well, how many national parks are there? What, five or there's, six? There's five national parks and there's eight national monuments. Yeah, so all the national parks, I think what's cool about them is like, it's just all different features of the rocks that you get, I think, and it all comes from what that video was talking about, like the water that was there super long ass time ago. It's cool. Do you guys ever see any or find any cool fossils out in Utah? I have not. I, uh, 
I, I got a really cool one. I got a. What's your favorite national park? <laughs> oh, what is that? Or in general? It's a, it's a piece of petrified wood. Oh, and nice. Uh, you, you can't see it, but the sap is actually like crystallized. Um, and this was actually like the end piece. It looked like a big tree. Like the tree just laying there off the Escalante River. And uh, it was like cut up in sections. Like it had just fallen over and then just turned to rock and um, that was the only thing I could put in my backpack. So. <laughs> <laughs> Petrified wood is very cool. Uh, yeah, what's your favorite? What are y'all's favorite national park in Utah? Of the ones in Utah, probably Canyonlands for me. Yeah, why? Uh it's such a huge variety there's so many different types of places and then also indian creek is touching it but also it's just like i don't know it's it's a much more vast and remote wilderness type place capitol reef also comes close and really? i love mine for the big wall climbing capitol reef huh yeah also zion's big wall climbing is pretty fucking a plus but all right, Ziggy. What about you? What are your what's your top national parks of Utah? I like. Uh, I mean, they're all awesome, but I'd say Escalante is probably my favorite. I know it's a national monument now, but um, I drove through there for the first time ever last a couple of days ago. It was very, oh, it's very beautiful. It's fucking. I would actually amazing. say yeah, Escalante might be my favorite as well. Yeah, fucking road, Route Twelve in Utah. Did you like one of the one of the most beautiful roads I've ever driven on in my life, like dude. Yeah. I, yeah. I really love arches a lot, minus all the damn people. But there's it's a really cool like off-roading trail that goes through the park where you don't see anybody. And uh, there's dinosaur footprints over there. And there's some really cool camping on that side of the park, um, on the BLM side. Um, I like that area a lot. And um, I, I, really, I really like Canyonlands a lot, though, too, just because it's so vast and large and so like different between like the north and the south part of the park. And uh, it's a place that even during like prime busy tourist season, you can get the fuck away from the crowds of uh, people and their cars. So um, I have, uh, can I share something real fast? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, one yeah. of my favorite authors is Ed Abbey. And oh, yeah. I really got into him a lot when I was like living in Utah and his one book, the desert solitaire, it's, it's, it's got a lot of like different stuff while he was like a park ranger there at uh, Arches when it was just a national monument back in the day. And um, one of my favorite things ever is like he starts the book out and it's um, do not jump into your automobile next June and rush out to the canyon country, hoping to see some of that, uh, which I have attempted to evoke in these pages. In the first place, you can't see anything from your car. You've got to get out of the goddamn contraption and walk better yet crawl on your hands and knees over the sandstone and through the thornbrush and cactus. Then traces of blood begin to mark your trail. You'll see something, maybe, probably not. In the second place, most of what I write about in this book is already gone and going under fast. This is not a travel guide, but an elegy, a eulogy. Um, anyways, I just really like that little part of the book about like the best way to see the desert is like get out there oh, yeah. and crawl and go through the cactus and stuff. And then that's when you see all the really cool epic shit when you get away from all the people in their cars and stuff so yeah 
it's like every every little canyon and crevice it's like a whole new world you're going into it's really cool yeah it's cool you see like wild herds of bison and stuff out there in places and um elk and everything else is pretty cool so did you guys know that utah is the second driest state in the united states What's the first, California? <laughs> nope. <laughs> can you? I bet you can guess what the first one is. No. Arizona. Nope. Nevada. Yes, Nevada. <laughs> yeah, Nevada is like fucking nothingness, dude. The Colorado River barely goes through Nevada. Does it go through it at all? Oh, I guess into like the Vegas. very you got Lake Mead yeah. there, right? Yeah, just into Vegas. Bullshit. Come Let's on. say I got I got I got some Utah fun facts. This will spark conversation. Wait, Salt first. Lakes. Yeah, go. Canyonlands is my favorite. Thanks for asking. Oh yeah. Good answer. <laughs> Nobody. Um, I think we didn't talk about Bryce at all. Nobody likes Bryce. I love Bryce. I know he's he's kind of a turd. <laughs> Bryce. Canyon. Oh, you mean the park? <laughs> Bryce is the sleeper that I always recommend to people. I always say, go to go to Bryce and do Fairyland Loop. It's eight it's eight miles. It'll be super chill. It's fucking awesome. You're gonna love it. What's I, I like Bryce? I think it's super beautiful and awesome. Um, and it's like epic in the snow, of course. Um, on our trip yeah. that we did there, but um, it's definitely a lot smaller, I think, than the other parks. Yeah, so it's like, it is. Yeah. It's yeah. not like Zion or Arches or uh, what's that? You can still backpack there, though. But Spencer, oh, yeah. what was your favorite part? We interrupted you a second time. <laughs> he said Canyonlands, and then he was going to say something. Yeah, what were you going to say Canyonlands? My, my favorite part about Canyonlands is not even in Canyonlands. So there's, there's a state park called Dead Horse Point. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. And uh, if you go up to Dead Horse Point, you can see a pretty sweet view of Canyonlands. That's cool. I've heard to get that info from you. I did yeah, this it's, one it's hike. Great. I was doing this one hike in uh, Canyonlands, and I forgot what it was called, but it's like you go out and it starts out, and you're like going just across like the flat, and it's like super boring for like the first mile, mile and a half, and then all of a sudden you like kind of crest over, and there's all these like cool rock formations everywhere, and they just badass views like looking down into the canyon. And the trail goes all the way down into the river or towards the river and back up. But um, we went off there and uh, definitely pretty sure I came across uh, a, a human leg. Bone. Oh, shit. <laughs> like it, it looks real, uh, really like a, a leg bone. So, Jesus. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. Skinwalkers got him. The skinwalkers got him. Well, look, we're giving all this love to the desert, but what about the mountains? Did you guys get to hang out in the mountains at all? Spencer, did you get up in the... We went to the, the, the Blues. Where are those? What about the LaSalle's? Yeah, I the mean... LaSalle's are badass. They're, they're badass, but... I don't know. The Blues are pretty great. Where are the Blues at? Um, do you want me to tell you the truth? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I was blues? asleep the entire time. Are, are the Blues, are those kind of like similar to the henry mountains or is like yeah i think so okay okay that's yeah, where you'll find uh wild herds of buffaloes right there 
we used to do trips through there with a Spiro. Really? I've never heard much about the Henrys. I've hung out, I've driven through the Abajos and I've hung out in the LaSalle's a little bit with a Spiro, but I've never been to the Henrys. Fun fact about the Henrys though, is that they're the only Rocky mountain range that goes east to west and not north to south though, so. That is very interesting. That is cool. Don't, I thought the Uintas also did that. Okay, maybe they do. Maybe I'm full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> there is something like that, though. Or it's different. It is really rare, for sure. <laughs> you know that. Uh, but yeah, fucking world-class skiing up in these mountains, too. In the Wasatch. Yeah, there's a reason they have the Winter mountains. Olympics there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's like, I can think of six or seven major ski resorts. And then two or three, I guess, kind of smaller ones right off the top of my head, like world-class. Yeah. There's <laughs> always like an Olympian athlete that dies in some um, backcountry accident, backcountry accident every year out there. So yeah, dude, we have crazy avalanche deaths. We had a really bad year, like two years back. We had like five people dying a day or something. It was crazy. Man, uh, you guys ever do that drive uh, from like Salt Lake and then you go out through the Uintas and it kind of loops up and you go up towards Evanston, like you pop out there, Flaming Gorge in Wyoming. That's a super fucking beautiful drive, too. Actually, Walker, Walker and I literally did that trip this weekend. Oh, did you? <laughs> Is that what we did? Yeah, yeah. that was beautiful. Yeah, that's fucking we, drove, we drove up through uh, up through Big Cottonwood into Park City and then from Park City to the Winters. We stopped at Ruth Lake and hiked out to Ruth Lake and then we drove up into Evanston and then back to back on 80 dude did you stop at the liquor store in evanston no we didn't so there's a liquor store there i think it's open 24 7 and when i was living in salt lake uh i would like drive there because like you could go like on a (laughs) sunday morning at like 6 a.m and buy like liquor and like any beer that you wanted because utah i don't know if everybody knows this but like their liquor Mm -hmm. laws are fucking shit they really are (laughs) 3.2 mormons yeah And so, like, and for a long time, I don't know if it's still the case, but New Belgium wouldn't sell to Utah. Like, they would distribute everywhere else except Utah. And they made some clause being like, we won't sell, we won't move warm beer or something was their thing. And I was like, no, you just don't want to sell to Utah. But anyways, we'd go to Wyoming and buy cheap beer. So, long story. (laughs) I've definitely driven to Wyoming and to Vegas to get beer and to Colorado. And Did you guys ever watch uh, the movie Salt Lake City Punks? No, what's that? <laughs> I've never heard about it. It Salt was Lake like City. a cult film of like the 90s. When I was like growing up, it was like one of the, like the badass like punk movies. And like I uh, used to have like a mohawk because I wanted to look like Heroin Bob from the movie and stuff. But they, <laughs> they talk a lot about like all the different things of like Salt Lake and like the Mormon rule and like they talk about like the liquor laws and like the 3.2 and they're like, not only do you have alcoholics, but now you have a bunch of like fat alcoholics because they got to drink twice as much beer. I will say, I think it's 5% now. I think oh, they did. It? Yeah. But yeah, they- it sucked. dude, it was, it's been terrible. We got to talk about the Mormons. We haven't done that yet. It's got to happen. So you want to just jump straight to soaking or do you want to save that? We should maybe like the second thing we talk about. The Mormon, all right. First off, the Mormons control the state of Utah. It's a religion. 
Christian religion. Yeah. And, and there's no other state actually, that has a majority religion like that. There's was, no that's other what place exactly like what that. I was going to say. It's the only yeah. state where, yeah, one religion is the main religion. Yeah. Dude, I think I think Salt Lake and Moab are the only two cities that are like not under Mormon control. It's like 90% of the people that live in those two areas are not Mormon. And then everywhere else in the state, it's like 80 or 90% of the population. So yeah, like Mormon. 60% of the state is Mormon. Yeah. yeah. Which Most is a lot less than what it was 20, 30 years ago. But so. none of the people on this podcast are Mormon. No, so you're no. not censored. No, I do not believe in having 12 wives. But, uh, what, yeah, what do you guys know about Mormonism? I know, I know a good bit. Or what are interesting oh. things about it? What do you find interesting about Mormonism? Because there's quite a bit of interesting things about it. I pretty much I just think soaking. It's interesting how they. <laughs> we got to claim... talk about soaking. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting how they, uh, how it started and everything, you know, and, um, they all claim like, you know, Joseph Smith was like, yeah, how did the, you know, all right, where did, how did the Mormons person. even get to Utah? Let's cover that. Well, because you kept fucking a bunch of dudes' wives. I think that yeah, was the thing. <laughs> Wasn't it Brigham Young? Brigham Young brought the Mormons to Utah, I thought. Yeah, because Joseph Smith ended up getting arrested and killed in like Illinois or Missouri, something like that. Yeah. But Joseph Smith started it and then Brigham Young finished it, right? Or did Brigham Young even finish it? Brigham Young, I like, brought him to Utah and like they came That's over the mountains and he's like, this is the place God told us to come. Yeah. Salt Lake, yeah. Did you guys know that uh, Salt Lake went like after or yeah, it was like right around the Civil War time like Salt Lake City <laughs> was like the most like militarized <laughs> city um, in the US outside of like the South or something like that as far really? as troops there and stuff because it was like I think right after the Meadows Massacre where all the What's Mormon the Meadows? The Meadows Massacre uh, took place. It was like a bunch of Mormons dressed up like Native Americans and then killed a bunch of people that were like going through to like California or something like that in the gold rush. And they took their children and raised them as their own and then threw them all in like a mass grave. So wow, and it, that's horrible. It was, a, it was a really big conspiracy. And like it, they thought that it went all the way up to Brigham Young being okay with it or even ordering it. And so he like sent all these people into like hiding, basically. Like, um, um, what's that town? St. George. Most of St. George was like these outlaw people that were in hiding from like the federal government. Um, there's that guy in the Grand Canyon. It's uh, something landing or crossing. It was the old guy that used to set ferry people across the Colorado River in the national park now. Oh, I don't know. He was, he was somebody that was involved with it as well. Um, and so they think that's the reason what happened to um, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Colonel Powell, when like some of the guys deserted his group uh, as they were like going through the Colorado River, they climbed out of the gorge or out of the canyon. And the last place they were seen was in St. George. And so like you have these guys in military outfits and like they walk into town and it was right when everybody was hiding. It was like right after the Meadows Massacre and all this stuff. And they think what happened to him is they got murdered by um, people that were hiding out basically at the time. So just like the Mormon, the stray Mormons, basically. Yeah. Huh. But interesting. Yeah. That was That's a fast. pretty crazy time. 
So I think shortly after that, it also was when like they got rid of the polygamy thing to try to make uh, good with like the federal government. There's still, and it's a, that is still a thing in certain parts of Mormonism. It is, yeah, because there's a certain group of faction that stayed. There's that certain way. towns in Utah. We were talking in Arizona this, and yeah, Canada. Yeah. That polygamists live in, like Scott or you were talking about it, right? Uh what Colorado was the city? Town? Colorado City is one of them. Which is but in the very, very southern portion of Utah. Well, yeah. no, right it's, it's right on the very border. Northern tip of Arizona. It's just over oh, the border. Te- technically just it's the over tip. the border, yeah. yeah <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> Just a, just a little so. I was about to say that's that's a yeah. great segue. Yeah, so yeah we got to talk about so, what's right. so, guys. Well, first okay, off, we have, have to segue. We have to start off by saying having sex before marriage is extremely not okay in the Mormon religion. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is kind of the and preface. Breaking of any rule. Breaking any rule. Hot drinks yeah. is against the rules. And like, a lot of weird serious with their rules. They're we can talk about serious. some of the other weird rules after this, but soaking, yeah. Spencer, you want to explain it? You brought it up. <laughs> okay. So on this very reputable website on the <laughs> World Wide Web um, called Urban Dictionary defines soaking. <laughs> <laughs> like planking. Only your dick is inside of a Mormon. <laughs> but there's also like you'll have your friends push the bed, like while so, yeah. this is going on. All right. So basically, yeah. that's, that's jump humping. That's different. It, the thought behind the soaking is, is yeah. that if it, the all right, basically pe- the kids think that as long as they if they stick their penis in and as long as they don't move it, they aren't technically having sex. So they well, just sit there and they soak. Well, and they'll actually have friends jump on the bed next to them. And it's yes. just called dump pumping. So it's not even <laughs> that the friction, it's it's not the friction, it's the actual act of thrusting that's not okay. You know? Yeah. You can so move. yeah, they'll get other be moving. They'll get other people to make them move by like, yeah, jumping on the bed and shit like that while they're soaking so that they can, you know get around their rules dude i'm a member of like a lot of local facebook groups and shit and there's definitely soaking memes that pop up every now and then i was about to say i don't know where that's going i'm a little scared of what you're about to say and i definitely <laughs> so have nine wives oh man all right uh i looked up other crazy mormon beliefs that aren't known to people the first one this i had no idea this did you know that they're not allowed to swim what apparently Uh, they do not they think that water is like say involves satan like direct connection and like but is drowning okay yeah so they they avoid water activities a lot like they don't do that shit uh i don't know i knew a lot of people that like were mormon that went swimming but the yeah, thing was, I'm sure that this is going to be like the extreme stuff too like yeah yeah, you know obviously there's a lot of them that'll they aren't going to follow these very strict rules but technically at a time i guess all of these rules have been part of the mormon church at one time or the or another yeah do you guys know about like, the magic underwear though oh no. about, them tell us bridges. about it tell us about the underwear uh so there's this underwear and it's like a like a one piece 
type of thing. It's a temple garment is what they call them. And they're kind of like see-through-y whitish material um, called temple garments, also referred to as garments. Uh, the garment of the holy priesthood, Mormon underwear. It's a type of underwear worn by adherents of the Latter-day Saints movement after they have taken part in the endowment ceremony. I don't know what the endowment ceremony is, but uh, garments are required for any adult who previously participated in the endowment ceremony to enter the temple. The undergarments are viewed as symbolic reminder of the covenants made in the temple ceremonies and are seen as symbolic or literal source of protection from the evils of the world. Um, but yeah, they're pretty crazy. If you guys look them up um, and they wear them underneath like your clothes. I think some people even like put their bathing suits or underwear on top of their Mormon underwear. Um, I, the only reason I know about it or I learned about it was like I had a coworker when I was working out there and she like bent over and she had like a shirt on and it was like this see-through whitish material. And I was like, what, what do you got on? I was like, is that something I thought it was like some kind of moisture wicking outdoorsy thing I didn't know about. And then she went on to tell me about her Mormon underwear. So uh, the sacred underwear. That's sick. Yep. Yeah. So an endowment ceremony is designed it. for participants to become kings, queens, priests, and priestesses in the afterlife. They reenact the biblical creation and fall of Adam and Eve. Hmm. Interesting. It's crazy. The divorce rate among Mormons is only 6% because it's very against their religion to get a divorce. You would rather suffer out of marriage than get divorced. And be yeah, sure. basically. Yeah. Prescribed uh, medication addiction in Utah is very, very huge high. problem. Yeah, it's huge one problem. of the highest in the country, actually. So. Here's an interesting fun fact. In uh, the Mormon religion, the body that you have when you go to heaven is the body that you have throughout all of eternity. And so, like plastic surgery is huge amongst the mormons if you're like driving down i-15 you'll see like 20 or 30 billboards for plastic surgery and shit yeah 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 every salt lake city has the most plastic surgeons like per capita in the country right it's yeah. an insanely huge business yeah and if were, did you explain why sorry i was looking yes. somewhere else yeah because you have the body that you have when you die yep yeah for all it's of the crazy dude yeah oh. so yeah if There's you like really your, if you like women with plastic surgery that are like specifically blonde women you should consider yeah. becoming a mormon and moving to yeah. utah and if, if you, you like, like having nine of them at a time <laughs> uh, there are a lot of blondes and uh red hair women in uh utah that's for sure dude it's wild it's very yeah. weird how many blondes there are yep I dated a couple Mormon girls when I was living out there, or ex. I dated a Mormon girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Ziggy, you sent me an anti-masturbation <laughs> campaign video from BYU. Yeah, yeah, right. it's fucking hilarious. Oh All right, let's see what this is. Oh no! To stress to you, this is not a parody. I repeat, this is not a parody. This is an ad released by BYU Idaho. BYU, of course, is a fundamentalist Mormon school, Brigham Young University. And I don't want to spoil it anymore, 
Just watch. So the temptations down the of the Great yeah. War are many. The battles are real. And the strategies are clever. The enemy is cruel, ruthless, and relentless. We must not underestimate the danger. We must be vigilant and valiant. There's like a kid is walking that Jordan Peterson's voice. young man gets addicted to pornography. His roommates know but they do nothing to help him. He stops going to church, and there is darkness in his eyes. He stops giving us money once a week. The young man is spiritually wounded on the battlefield of the Great War. Spiritually wounded. Oh my God, dude. So this kid walked home, got on, like, it was like a high school kid on his computer, and now all of a sudden he's waking up, and there's some forest, like a battle has just happened or something. Oh my god, and this is, keep in, in mind, this is an anti-masturbation video. It is a battle. It's a World War II battle, it looks like. In our modern society, <laughs> the enemy has spread fear of getting involved when someone's in trouble. It makes it worse that he's breathing heavy. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Social stigma against people who speak up in the face of evil. The face of evil. <laughs> the enemy whispers, don't get involved. It's not your problem. Don't tell. You'll be a tattletale. Oh, brothers and sisters, don't leave the wounded on the battlefield. <laughs> you don't need to be a more righteous than thou person. We're all sinners. We all have troubles. We've all been spiritually We've all beat our meat before. Great war. <laughs> but you who have felt the redeeming power oh of Christ. Oh my God. This guy's now running through the battlefield. Love and his grace. Like a hero. <laughs> Flamethrowers and all kinds of cool stuff. If you reach out and that's what it feels like when I cock block you guys. You can help the spiritually wounded find the savior. Oh, dude, I want to see their PSA on actually having the talk. Someone who can do something. That would be a funny sketch to write. Trouble. Hey, man. So you've been masturbating a lot, and God doesn't. Are they gonna that. say anything about actual masturbation? I haven't mentioned the actual act of masturbation once. I don't know. This is a pretty long video, though, huh? Just to not masturbate. You'll live a happy life if you don't masturbate. All right, it's almost over. It's like <laughs> thirty more seconds, but yeah, holy crap! I guess they're trying to bore you so you don't you're not horny enough to even want to masturbate anymore with this yeah, long ass video. Some people will just start masturbating to the video. Don't oh. be silent. Oh, I thought he was going to say, don't masturbate. <laughs> don't, don't leave the wounded on the dude, battlefield. What if he was like, do not come. Do not come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come. Are you kidding me? Dude, they didn't My even say masturbate once. 
My favorite part is you just got done saying that all the women in Utah are blonde or redheaded, and both the women in the I know. Video and how are, are blonde they and redheaded. And they're not allowed to have sex. That's why everybody gets married so young. I remember like going out there and being like, how's this 24-year-old have like five kids already? You know, and it's like, oh yeah, they've been married since they were like 18. So this is a this is a, a favorite video of ours. It's pretty short. Do not come. That's Kamala Harris. <laughs> Do not come. I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finished. Do not come. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. And then I love it. The crowd. Uh, Yeah, dude. So uh, the Mormons are very against. Dang, you can't even masturbate. Not a. You can't have sex. You can't even masturbate. You can't you even drink sweet tea. Rules to, yeah, you uh, can't have caffeine. No, no sweet tea. Not caffeine. It's warm drinks. Well, what about warm uh, drinks? I was gonna say Coke is really big. Like Coca Cola is like huge. <laughs> okay. Do you know you why can they can't have warm yes. drinks? It's bad for the digestion, I believe. Like I think in the wow. Bible, it's like it's bad for the body. Like huh, that's like wild. you know how like certain aren't there certain religious people who can't have uh what's it called um shellfish or like pork yeah, or, pork you know, yeah yeah lots of different things yeah yeah I, I think it's a lot like that okay yeah I was always a fan of like the Jack Mormons because they're like normal people they're like yeah I go to church and I also still like to have my three point two percent Bud Light you know so, yeah I feel like that's how probably a lot of them are honestly yeah TV like most age. people. Did you know that it's illegal in Utah to sell alcohol during an emergency? It's the best time to sell. If alcohol. the governor declares an emergency, then you nowhere can sell alcohol. Jesus. Yeah. Tragic. Mm. It is illegal to cause a catastrophe. <laughs> so you can't cause a catastrophe. To fuck up the uh, alcohol sales. Yeah, I have the actual legal term. It says any person who is guilty of causing a catastrophe, if the person causes widespread injury or damage to persons or property by A, use of a weapon of mass destruction is defined by section blah, 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 whatever, or B, explosion, fire, flood, avalanche, collapse of a building or other harmful or destructive force or substance that is not a weapon of mass destruction. Interesting. So you guys want to create an avalanche machine? The librarians and in Utah are allowed to detain you if you if they think you stole a book or something. Oh. Huh. They have like legal authority to detain you like a police officer. I really want to test that out. Yeah, you should do that. Go steal a library book. Very right cool. FD, yeah. So yeah, those are some weird laws in Utah. Uh, Did you guys know that they're uh, doing the uh, the state flag? They're having a contest right now in Utah. That they're going to make a new oh, yeah. state flag. Huh. You said that. Can you share the uh, link for that? I would love to take a look in. Yeah, hold on. I got them right here. These oh, are the finalists right here. Ooh, I actually like the beehive one. On oh, the there's bike. a lot of them. So yeah, the. <coughs> 
the yeah, the one on the right's got kind of like red, blue, white, like mountain looking. Yeah, I really like that one. That one's with cool. like a beehive in the middle. There's a the bunch Stego of Stego Lily one's pretty cool too, because that one uh that that's the state flower, and that flower you can actually like eat and stuff. And the reason that's the state flower is it's one of the flowers that they learned, like early pioneers, that you could like consume and it was like good for you. It was like one of the edible plants that helped sustain the early people there, which is kind of cool. I don't I really, think they should do a delicate arch one. It's already on the I license agree. plate. I agree. Yeah, it's I like that. Plate. Also, that shit's going to fall down at some point. I think the beehive is dumb. Even after hearing it, I think that's really stupid. Why is it? The the circle and the star beehive. Oh, that one's cool, too. The stars around the beehive. Oh, I like the Captain America one, too. That's Those are all the, those are the finalists. The state, the new state flag will be one of these. Yeah. Sorry, you can't see them because you're listening on a podcast. But. It'd be it'd be but it'd be better if they had like a big penis, like a cartoon penis on a rainbow. And then, and then uh, ooh, a hand on the penis. What if the center of the flag just had a hand on a penis, and then one of the circles around it with like a cross through it, like no masturbating. <laughs> Don't but leave it. Have like now. a little bed with a person jumping on it in the corner to signify that. Oh that yes. Was and then they have like a green check mark next to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. Uh all right. One of the all right, Ziggy, you know a lot about like state symbols. What are what are some of the state symbols of Utah that you know? State symbols. I mean, I know the flower. Um, that another big thing is like uh the cottonwood. The Sago lily. Yeah. Uh yeah, the Sago lily. Um, another one is the um and they're really the pretty little tree. flowers and they grow all over the place. The so state tree, I believe, is the cottonwoods. And they nope. were referred to as the all tree. Right, all right. I got a quiz. What is the state cooking pot? I'm not going to say because I'm looking at it, but. Okay. State cooking pot. <laughs> Ziggy, what do you know? I have no idea about the state cooking pot. Yeah, man. they have one. It I was actually originally, it was originally on their flag, I believe. Really? The one that they're changing right now. Uh, the state cooking pot is AK-47 Indica. Huh. hey No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Dutch oven. Uh, cool. Uh, you know the state tree? You got it wrong, Ziggy, the state tree. Oh, really? What's Spencer, do you know the state tree? Uh, it's a... Uh, 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 not quivering the quaking aspen. quaking aspen yeah oh fuck you can tell it's an aspen because the way it is mm, that, that neat <laughs> <laughs> uh you know the state insect oh yeah it's a grasshopper no come on dude it's the bee it's the honeybee yeah <laughs> Jeez. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of the state bird is the seagull because the seagulls came and they ate all the the cicadas or grasshoppers that were destroying the crops, right? Yeah, yep. The, yeah. the California seagull is the yeah, state bird good. of Utah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's because uh, they had a really bad uh, insect thing and the seagulls saved their crops. So, go seagulls. Do you know the state firearm? Oh, AR 15? Uh, no, wait. Uh, cause Utah was huge in World War II. Is it? I'm gonna say Springfield '03. 1911. Springfield '03. Springfield '03. 
John M. Browning M1911 automatic pistol. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. I wonder yeah. what other state guns are now. <laughs> that, <laughs> we'll should be, that should be a whole podcast. Guns. Yeah. We could do a podcast on guns. Spencer, you should definitely be on that. Yeah, I'll definitely. Every state, every state definitely does have a gun. Holy shit. You guys, you guys are the two that need to be on for that one. Yeah. Oh, that's not true. There's only like seven states that have them. Indiana's got to have one, right? All right. Well, which states have a state gun? I got to know. Uh, I feel like that should be part of the episode that we do on the state gun. All right. Yeah, it's a teaser. If you want to find out, you're going to have to listen. You got uh, any more tall- symbols? Yeah, more Utah symbols. King, King uh, Mountain, right? Isn't that the tallest peak in uh, Utah? Which one? King King's Mountain? Peak. King's Peak. Yeah. Where is yeah. that located? It's, uh, it's in the Uintas on the Colorado uh, Utah border. Do you know the state fish? State fish is a uh, dog. Like a, something. Some kind of trout. Cut, cutthroat. The cutthroat, cutthroat trout. Yeah. Yeah. The Bonneville cutthroat trout. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Lake Bonneville. Oh, that actually, that's another interesting thing about Utah we should talk about is uh, the Bonneville flat, like salt flat. Well, also because, Lake Bonneville. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lake Bonneville used that. to cover, like, once the inland sea dried up, the Lake Lake Bonneville was still there, which covered all of, like, Salt Lake Valley, all the way over to Nevada, down to St. George. Like, basically, all of Utah was a giant lake, which then burst out and created a bunch of valleys and shit. Which Walker? I said it was the Grand Canyon, but I was wrong. It was actually to the north through Idaho. Oh, uh, yeah, all of Utah was a giant lake. Anyways, go but, on. But uh, they use that uh, the Bonneville Salt Flats now is where anytime somebody attempt, attempts like a world speed record, like land speed record, that is the place to go. Yeah, they drive cars they, and stuff. And yeah, like that's where they set all the like land speed records. So if you've ever seen like a video of somebody doing that, like out in the like desert salt flats, like that's where it is, is in Bonneville. Yeah, there, there was a movie. I don't remember when it came out. I remember watching it as a kid called The World's Fastest Indian. And this oh, guy. Cool. Like um, American Indian or like, like Indian the motorcycle. motorcycle? Okay. Yeah, it was any motorcycle. And it was just like an older gentleman from Europe who came over to America and uh, drove his tiny little Indian motorcycle and broke some land speed records it's a pretty wild movie very cool um do you guys know about all the radioactive spots in utah yes <laughs> there's like 18 or 19 like radioactive spots still to this day that are like kind of blocked off where you're not supposed to go and everything uh because there was like a lot of nuclear bomb testing back in the day when they didn't know it was that bad in utah that and all and, the uh, uranium mines well, yeah, then there's the uranium um, down, like, the southern part. But uh, there's, like, a lot of people that died in southern Utah and, like, northern Arizona, and they called them all, like, the downwinders because of, like, the way the radioactive plumes or whatever would move. Yeah, you're and, uh, Yeah, and so John Wayne filmed, like, a couple movies, like, while that was going on, and, like, everyone or just about everyone on the the cast of both those movies end up dying of like terrible cancer um, back when that was going on. So they think Damn, it was um, from yeah. that. So huh. that's you got any fact. more um, state symbols? I was really digging that. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know the state fruit? Uh, hold on. Wait, Utah has it. fruits? 
Cherries? <laughs> it is the cherry. Good job. Yeah. Do you know the state rock? Sandstone? No. Base, what is base, did you somebody say ice? Rock. Nice. Oh. Yeah, yeah the uh, state rock. Quartzite? Uh, Scout, you're gonna kick yourself when I say it if you don't get it. Fuck. Uh, uh, coal. It's not sandstone. Yes, it's coal. Coal. Of course, yeah, of course, Utah would say that. The state vegetable. Uh, it's like a beet or something. That's potato. Right? Nope, nope. It's Is the it... Spanish sweet onion. The, oh. <laughs> this apparently they have a state historic vegetable, which is the sugar beet. Okay, I knew there was a beet. That's, something about apparently a that's different than the state vegetable. Yeah, well, obviously different. Does you know the state mineral? Uranium. <sighs> mineral. Um, wait, is it is uh, it copper? Uh, copper, Spencer, you're you're nailing them with. That's not even a mineral, is it? Copper's not a mineral. Yeah, copper's a mineral. No, it's an element. Yeah, copper is an element. So is uranium. Well, I mean, I think elements can also be found in mineral forms. Whatever. I'll allow it. I don't know. I'm not going to argue with the state website of Utah. I'm going to argue, but that's fine. (laughs) Write your congressman. Uh... Yeah, there's not really any good ones. The state dance. That's like square. Is it a square dance or a contra dance? Square dance. Yeah, dude. Dang, you're killing me. Freaking rednecks. (laughs) The state fossil. See how Uh, much you guys listened earlier. See how much you guys listened earlier. Please, you sore. No, did you just hear about it? Allosaurus. Bullshit. Tyrannosaurus. So, yeah, those are all the symbols of Utah. The state of the Mormons. Mormon country. It's a beautiful place. If you've never been, you should definitely go there before you die. I, I would Certainly say. one of the more beautiful states, I would say. You yeah, don't have very many states where you have desert, mountains, uh, like all packed together. It's pretty I mean, cool. they call it, uh, they say beautiful, right? Yeah. There you yeah. go. I would move back to Utah. and not Beautiful I Utah. I would too. I remember... Yeah. Uh, when let's get a house guys when scout and walker came to visit let's be polygamists <laughs> wait does that mean we only have to bring we have one three woman? we have three men we're gonna we got a very like you know we got we'll a lot it. of women to catch up on but we got three guys here four guys we'll get there we'll get there, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember yeah. when uh when scout and walker came to visit and I saw my first sandstorm with them, and it was <laughs> something else, man. Utah. Oh, yeah, dude. Utah's awesome. The Hello. Beehive State. The second state in our uh, 50 state series. What's a good, uh, anybody got a good Utah like related song that I could play besides the um, one I opened with? Let's see. There's gotta be like a South Park Mormon song or something. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh. <laughs> Utah tribute. What'd you say? The Utah tribute. What's that? 
I don't know. It just popped up on the list of Utah songs. <laughs> <laughs> there was also um, one by Bob Dylan. Oh, there's Salt Lake City by the Beach Boys. Yeah, Salt Lake City by the Beach Boys. Yeah, that's a great outro. Okay. I don't even know that song. I've never heard of it. <laughs> You've never heard of it. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of the Beach Boys, so you know it can't be too terrible. Didn't, That's didn't true. There Bob Weir sing that song. Uh, I don't know. I looked it up, but here's uh, Salt Lake City by the Beach Boys. Down in Utah, the guys and I dig a city called Salt Lake. Previous kids. How many women do you think they soak while they're in Salt Lake? Definitely go to Utah if you've never been to And uh, Spencer and Ziggy, thank you guys for uh, sharing your experience. Thanks you for having me. It's, place, yeah. it's always a pleasure. Yeah, you as well.